Turntable Teachers and classes back in session here for another guest speaker episode at AOA Studios. If you're an artist, podcaster, or content creator of any kind, make sure you hit us up at aoastudios.org. Book your session or service today. And I'm joined by two incredibly special guests. Yay. Come on, man. None other than Bensels and Maz joining Yay. the Turntable Teachers. Yeah, we here, man. And yeah, she's off camera right now, at least for now, for today. But we have a another Got the camera addition to the to this. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're gonna flash a picture of you on the screen. We're gonna take a photo of you towards the end there. But uh, we have Olivia, our brand new intern, audio engineer in training. So. This is a really, uh, this is just exciting. This is yeah. like a really exciting, I'm exciting hyped. episode. And I was saying off air to Olivia before you guys got here that, because I met, I've only met you once, right. but like your energy was just in, like crazy infectious, insane. Thank you, bro. And, you know, just seeing your, you know, your content, whatever, it's just been, been so fun. And I was like, these guys are going to be a fun time. And we've had nothing but like, I'm, my gut's already hurting from all the laughs Thank you for having us so on. So yeah. this is going to yeah. be a lot, this is going to be a lot of fun. How are you guys doing? Doing Fantastic, great. I'm doing bro. great, bro. Happy to be here. Bro. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah. I'm, so, yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it's great to finally meet you, Moss, because he was telling bro. me a lot of, right away, bro. This he, this guy champions you. I hope you know that. I appreciate that, bro. He really does. Like within a few minutes of us meeting, he's like, uh, "Yo, you got to get hip to my boy Moss, man." He's <laughs> like, true. "You got to." And true. I was like, "All right, dope." <laughs> true, yeah, that's true. But listen, no, I, I you know I ran through some of your projects. We're gonna get to some of that, some of the recent stuff you guys have been dropping, some of the recent stuff you guys have oh, got yeah. going on. You guys both individually and together have so much going on. Uh, but first, we like to talk uh, at the turntable teachers. We start with a segment called the objective. Mm-hmm. That's where we get to know a little bit about you guys and your backgrounds. So, Maz, I want to start yeah. with you. Um, so, you have a really unique background, being somebody from uh, Brazil, Sao Paulo mm-hmm. originally, correct? Of course, yeah. You've been here since 2015. Um, so I'm curious for you, like knowing, you know, your, your dad was in, into music, right? As a kid, yeah. as, when he was younger and as you were growing up, he was a DJ. Yeah. Is that correct? Bro, he's already done his research. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just curious. Yeah. 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 See, dude, it's it's turntable teachers, bro. You gotta, oh, you gotta know that Dang. the research is going to get done. If that would be yeah. so off brand. So I your didn't. dad is 52 years old, right? <laughs> so I just met this guy. <laughs> yeah. Literally not even a half an hour ago. And, um, so I'm curious for you. Growing up with somebody like mm-hmm. that in your household, yeah, how was he impactful and influential to you as at a young age? Someone coming up, aspiring to be an artist, and and now being one as an mm-hmm. adult. At first, I didn't think it was like there wasn't really a lot of influence because my dad plays like '80s music and he hates hip hop. Okay, so I was like, I you know it's just like he did music, but like I I mean I love music from the beginning, so like growing up with that like. There's still a lot of 80s music, I guess, that I, I listen to. Like, Tears for Fears is fire. Like, you know. But then, like, as I've been making more and more music, I'm going into more of, like, a... I don't want to say a rock vibe. It's still very much hip-hop. Like, I love making music that just, like, when you play it, like, you're at the show. That's going to make people, like, dance. Not dan- Like, not dancing, like, oh, I want people to, like, bust out, like, a fucking YMCA. But, like, <laughs> it's, like, just... It makes you, like... Do this, you know what I'm saying? Like it makes you like people get energy. En- energized, you know what I mean? No matter what, like the beat is gonna be like 
it's gonna make you move. It's not just gonna be like a hmm. head bobbing type of thing. This you know, hard, bro. Because that's like what my dad like. I, I I've helped my dad out a lot of a lot of parties. Like, you know, and it was like his goal was always to like okay crowd. Like he does not he doesn't count beats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He has zero musical like background. So it was like it was all just like song selection and counting like seeing what the vibe was and you know he did a lot of vinyl going coming up now he does a lot of you know regular serato controllers he's, he's still djing he's still day. djing Dope. he's still is he, djing is he in brazil or is he up, is he up he's up here, here. he's up oh, here he's up like here it was crazy awesome. the transition was crazy for him but yeah he's still going um That's at awesome. like 60 something i forgot sorry <laughs> he doesn't even know the age. Imagine DJ Mazza, your son doesn't know your birthday. 62, 62. Uh, 62. Um, no, 61. Sorry. Uh anyways. Um but yeah, I think like that like as I've been making more and more music, I've realized that like a lot of that party like having people connect with the music throughout the night is like what that influence like you know how it did how that did how that like affected me you know sure sure so i think yeah like it's and just the way that he carries himself he's like the very very low-key person Mm -hmm. he does not like he's never on the mic at the parties he's always just very serious lets the music kind of speak exactly exactly and i I think like i'm not necessarily like the most like extroverted like ah like when i'm walking a room but like you don't strike you, you don't even online you don't even strike me as that mm-hmm. right like yeah, yeah and i just like yeah i want the music to speak for itself but at the same time it's like once you get to know me it's like it's cool you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's vibes awesome. so yeah man what is it what is my it like the goat. Uh, oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off <laughs> no no i was saying my dad's the goat so oh, no shout out shout out dj maza shout out dj yeah. Ma- what, what is his name dj maza yeah dj maza i like it um right now being at this age i'm now just kind of follow question to that Mm -hmm. like and you guys being in in the states now like and you making music and like putting music out and being involved in the boston scene here like what is that like at home like do you guys collaborate Mm -hmm. is it just kind of like you sort of just stay in your own sort of lanes like is he an avid you know fan of you now if you try to help yeah he's probably like my number one fan no (laughs) like he he like that's like the only stuff that he listens to like when in the car like he yeah like he (laughs) Like well, it, well, your shit bumps in the car. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hey, that shit goes as long as the mix is good, man. That's, I, I, that, that was, a, that was a, that's a conversation we're having later. Believe let's me, go, the mix is on this man's. You do you do all your own I engineering? Do yeah. Give him his flowers, man. Produces, uh, engineers, and records all of his own music. But yeah, yeah, not nah, my like when I'm in. I was just before I went to Brazil, went to Miami for just a day. Yeah, we our flight was the next day. Um, yeah, got in the car, Spotify connects to my dad's phone, and then. My music starts playing. And I'm like, all right, bro. Like, and I, I, I used to have a problem with him playing my music because it was bad. And I was like, yo, this is not good. Like, stop playing this music. <laughs> and then now that it's like, I'm getting happy with it now, it's like, I don't care. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's getting streamed. So I was like, I'll take it, you know? Right. right. Yeah. Awesome. That's, uh, that's such a cool story. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so glad. And just got dual citizenship recently. So, Hell yeah. Um, dual citizenship. Very, very happy for you there america <laughs> i was asking him off oh, i'm like <laughs> i actually had to sing the national anthem and my citizenship like thing like like they the, make you do that there's a whole ceremony it's crazy yeah. it's so crazy you walk in a room with like i was the only like person under like 50 there <laughs> and um yeah it's like a whole ser- you already did your because you have to do a test before I had already done my test, so it was just the ceremony. It was like, oh, you're already ha- you're a citizen now, but you just gotta like go through this to like, oh, America, and then um, <laughs> they got on your seat. It's like a whole like folder with like 
a copy of the Constitution, a small like U.S. flag, and like a actual like paper certificate saying you're a citizen of the U.S. Right, and then it's just like yeah, the guy comes up and he's like. Hello, everybody. Welcome. You're the citizens now. Let's all sing the Pledge of Allegiance and all the national anthem. And then there's a message from Biden. <laughs> and then, yeah. Sounds, Hello, Americans. Is this, are you sure this was your citizenship or torture? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man. I was, his voice just yeah. comes on the speaker. Well, that would be uh, a lot better. Mazda Wonderland. That would be a lot better. Yeah. But yeah. nah, it was, so, it was so funny. It was so funny. And then, yeah, and then you're done. And then, crazy. I'm out of there. Right. Well. Hopefully you want to stay, cause <laughs> I think so. I think so. It's lit in America, man. Yeah, it's real yeah. active. Sure, we'll, we'll go with that. Real active <laughs> talk America, that. man. Ben, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? Bro, I'm. I'm I want to. I want to. So you were the second person, right? That's yeah. done this. I want to. I want to quickly do this. So oh, hold on. Look he's wearing. He's, he's wearing the red. This man. I mean, you, you say know. you do my research. You just. I don't know if you took a shot in the dark or you did research, but you knew my favorite color and my size. Man, you know a crazy thing? I can read auras. So yeah. I, yeah, you got a very like royal blue. You got a very Lord, like you. composed. You like in a past time you would have been a treasurer for a kingdom, bro. He's huh. capping out his ass right now. Yeah, I can't read auras, <laughs> and, and and I don't know. But but what I'm saying, what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I got four colors at the crib, so I was like, yeah, Matt's probably a blue guy. So, well, or Mike, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. He knows my size and my fair color, but doesn't know my name. You heard it here. <laughs> well, dope shirt. Thank you so much for bringing this, bringing this over. This was great. I'm like, sorry, like Mike. It's okay. My bad, ben. Mike. Ben. Beansles. Touche. Touche. So. You brought up something, or we do, and it's actually a great segue, yeah. of Maz being, you know, an artist, a producer, an engineer, and you you were quoted. It's actually in your Spotify, so I pulled it right from it. I want mm. I want to read it because I thought it was so great. You said, "I want to bring hip hop and the music that inspires me into a space that has the foundation to reshape the future of creative ownership as we know it." And you both strike me as people that are down to learn and pick up skills really quickly. Did I say that? It's that's in my bio. That's in your bio. <laughs> I don't know if you said it. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You rats. know, you anything, know. You, you, you wrote it. I you was like, damn, it. bro, you snapped on that. <laughs> you wrote that really well. But you both Thanks, strike Mark. me as people that constantly want to pick up, learn new skills, yeah. and you know, you're the same way. You're giving him his flowers, and rightfully so. But man, you do a lot of different things too. Yeah, I'm videography. never giving his flowers. Never, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> never too late to start. Never too late to start. Ah, he's cameras rolling, creative. Man. Cameras <laughs> rolling. Creative. But no, but you're super creative, bro. Like, yeah. You do video and DJ and producer. Like you, you yeah. do a lot of things too. So coming from Chicago, right, where you grew up, and now being here, right. um, I'm curious for you. And then it, obviously being you know 2023 going into 2024, I'm just genuinely curious for you. Like, why do you think it's so important in this day and age for you to be such a uh, have so many different creative multi-dimensional sort of skills like what mm. what about that is important to you to be so multi-dimensional in your in, in versatile in your creativity i mean i think there's two aspects that i kind of come at it with there's like an industry aspect where it's like bro everybody is a creative now like you're replaceable bro like if you're just an artist you're replaceable if you're just a podcaster you're replaceable you run a recording studio out of here like you're trying to expand like Bro, I came in this in the industry as like a producer, bro. Everybody produces. And I wasn't better than everybody. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm a charismatic dude. Like I could, you know, I could bring the energy up in a studio session. But it's like, bro, if my beats aren't hitting, like I'm not getting a placement. You know what I mean? So I was like, shit, like 
what can I do in the studio to make sure like they want me there? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I started producing when I was 18, like right when COVID hit. And um, I had really like, I did EDM before then, but I like never delved into the hip hop scene. So yeah, bro, I come from Chicago and the scene in Chicago is very like, it's very old and it's very cutthroat right now. Like there's a lot of gatekeepers and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of just bullshit that goes on. Um, like in terms of like elitism. And so if you can't bring a, a youthful energy or a youthful skill to a to a, a room which they already have people like they already have their guys, you know what I mean? So you're not going to break into that room. So I kind of came at it from a perspective of shit. I got to do everything, bro. And that came from Maz too. like Maz and I real talk. We're roommates. We've lived with each other for two years. It's my best friend. It's my dog right here. Like, bro, it, my videography career started with him. We went up to yeah. our roof and I was like, bro, let's film a music video. We started going out. Let's film some short form content. And so that's kind of the industry perspective where it's like, bro, you got to be able to, if somebody says I need this, I'm, I'm a multiversal tool where I can be like, all right, let's do it then. Mm -hmm. Like I was talking to ET, shout out ET from Van Buren. And Van Buren. Yeah. And I said, bro, if you ever want to do a video shoot with a flaming car, just let me know, bro. I don't know how I'm going to do that, <laughs> but like, I'm going to go on Facebook marketplace. And once he sends me the text. I'm there. I'm gonna go on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> buy a fucking Toyota Tacoma, and blow that bitch up, and have ET standing in front of it in a parking lot, and like that's where I come in. It's like, bro, I may not be able to get the dopest shot for that. I not, I may not be able to, you know, buy the car right now, but I have the people who can. You know what I mean? I, I know the people who can, and so I guess that's for me. Like that's the industry perspective, and then from a personal way, it's like, bro, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an inventor and I'm a creative in general. Like. This shit is in my blood. Like my mom's a creative. My dad is a much more logistical, like left brain dude. But like they support me so hard. Like as Maz was saying with his dad, like they're my biggest supporters. They want me to win. You know what I mean? So like I have really good faith and really good, um, like a really good spirit about what I do. But over the summer, I felt very pigeonholed into like, all right, I'm an engineer. I'm a DJ. I'm a producer. Nowadays, bro, it's it's December 2nd, 2023. I don't know when this is airing, but... Man, I can do anything. You want me to you want me to shimmy at an Indian wedding? You want me to twerk at a strip club in Atlanta? Roll the clip. Uh, <laughs> like, bro, I, I can do that because I, I wrote I, I'm big into manifesting, bro. I have a full uh, wall in my room, which is just pieces of paper that I tape to a wall and I write goals on it. I mean Maz knows I'm not capping. I covers nah, up. It right. looks crazy. It looks crazy. Um but on those on, on those papers, I wrote down a bunch of times this summer, like, man, I want to free my mind of any boundaries. I want to be able to say I can do this. Like I'm getting really into 3D modeling right now. I'm getting really into wow. like Blender, into the world of VR, into the world of augmented reality. Because that's the it's shit where like the future, right, bro? And it's fun. Like that's how I keep things fun for myself. I, I burnt out as a producer like in January mm. of 2023 because nothing had happened yet. You know what I mean? I was like, shit, I've been doing this for two and a half years. Like there's no motion. Like, and like selfishly looking at Moz, bro, Moz has a lot of motion as a producer and an engineer. So it was like, fuck, what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean? And it almost like real talk, it led to a little bit of jealousy. Cause I was like, fuck, like why, like why? I, I don't like that feeling. You know, it was like envy. It was like, I was, I would see you get placements and I'd be like, why, why am I not doing that? You know what I mean? And so I guess where I'm sitting now is like, shit, bro, like. Now, because I'm myself and my own creative unit, you're yourself and your creative unit, there's no jealousy, there's no envy. We're winning together, we're winning separately. And so like, mm -hmm. bro, we're getting money, we're making moves and like, 
at the end of the day, as I said earlier, this is my best friend. Like, there's nobody else I would bring on this podcast with me. Because, like, this is my dog. This is my Jack Harlow to my DJ drama. You know what I mean? Like, this is the future. This is generation future. This is the future generation. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he wants to be Jack Harlow. Nah. What's the, what's, who, how would you say Jack Harlow in, in Portuguese? What, what would Harlow, that name be? Name. No, no, no. I know. But, <laughs> but what would that name be? Jacques Harlow? That's French. That's, oh, yeah, that was yeah. so French. <laughs> He's Portuguese Jack Harlow. I'm Chicago and DJ drama. So yeah. I'm just Maz. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck all that. <laughs> bro, and Matt hasn't told you before. Man, I'm going to roll the pit stains, bro. If I have to raise my hands during this interview, bro, this is what y'all going to see, bro. Boo! And that's a great segue to our brand new sponsor, <laughs> Old Spice. Yeah. <laughs> Old Spice Swagger Deodorant. Seriously, uh, Old Spice, if you're watching. I'm you, I used it this morning, the eucalyptus Never mind. and um, Never whatever mind. scent. It didn't, it yeah. didn't work. Now, uh, run, me my, run me my check, but get some better deodorant because I double layered and I'm looking like a damn lagoon out here. L man's. So, yeah. right. Well, we're about to do the YMCA. Hold the Y. <laughs> See, uh, I use Gillette. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Run me the Gillette sponsorship. Run me the Gillette sponsorship. Uh, all joking aside, I do want to say, like, that was really beautifully stated. I love how you can just go from, like, I'm going to say the super eloquent thing to just be a complete goofball. Like, yeah, I, love, I love that shit, bro. I think that's why we vibed from, like, the first. Whoops. I, just yeah. my... I, mean, I feel like that's why we vibed. Yeah. Seriously. Like, I was like, oh, this dude can be, like. Saying some, um, be on some eloquent shit, and then like just be a total, total goofball. I love yeah, it. Well, I stand by everything I say. Like that's why I'm able yeah. to. Like it's not a switch. You know what I mean? Right. It's just it's you. Just, yeah. It's, it's just, just you. you. I, yeah. I can anything that's clipped on that. this podcast. I'll be like, yep. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's no, Chicago too. Yeah. Like I in Chicago, it. people really stand by their word, and your word is really taken, taken for the value you mm -hmm. put with it. So yeah. And in Boston too, like. I mean, we started working with Meech. We started working with E.T. and Van Buren. And yeah. these people are people I've looked up to. You know what I mean? Sure, and absolutely. We just had Meech in here a month and a half ago. Or right, so. yeah. I saw the clips. Yeah, yeah. Meech, is, Meech is my dog. I'm DJing for Meech now. Thank you for that opportunity. And um, he taught me, like, you don't need to be flashy. You don't need to have all this shit as long as you can. Sorry, that sounded like a diss to Meech. That's not, that's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say is, like, Meech taught me, like, the value of standing by your word and the value of your word. Like, Meech is, I think... 30 i'm 21 you know what i mean i'm 20 yeah. we're surrounded Meech is 28 bro meach is oh my fault my fault my fault my fault my fault yo don't clip the meach part yo this cannot get you <laughs> rewind 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 man meach is such a good dude he's 28 he's young he's um you know so cool but man he taught me he, he, and I, he might be 29 he and i are the, uh, the same age we graduated the same year 29 yeah okay. i think he's 29 Jeez. i'll be 30 okay. in, in a week so that's yeah. I'm, really, I'm, I'm out of my 20s Happy early man. birthday bro. thank you brother i appreciate i appreciate you guys roll the balloons um <laughs> but yeah we bro didn't, we didn't have them yeah ready, so. <laughs> yeah, they're, also, yeah we, they're under the table we <laughs> yeah we forgot to let them loose um but nah bro it's just like that Standing that whole crew yes yes yeah, yeah, stands by yeah. their word and uses their word with the power with which they speak good like et's messaging van buren's messaging as a whole is so powerful that Absolutely. like yeah. bro, this is art right now this is music right now we're speaking mm -hmm. like i freestyle a lot i don't rap but like people ask me how do you freestyle it's like bro we're freestyling right now mm -hmm. just not rhyming yeah but it's all about perfect timing okay <laughs> meets bold he might be 29 and my fault <laughs> i'm built like a lineman my bad yeah no no, I'm stick sip some water. Yeah. <laughs> stick stick to what you this do. No, not that yeah, I'm stepping this back. Is, this is back. not hot ninety seven. <laughs> not getting signed to no. Van Buren. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
excited. <laughs> um, so I'm curious too. This is my last question in the uh, in the objective. ATE Collective. That's how you, is that how you guys met? Yeah, man. Kind, yeah, kind of, kind of. So, Actually, yeah, talk, talk me through that. Was, like, how'd you guys meet? And, like, so how'd that it was my on? my freshman year roommate, my friend Dilrock, who's my drummer, uh, in my band. Uh, he was is a producer as well. Really dope. Yep. Um, he had met. There was like this account on berkeley like our first year called berkeley misconnections which was like so like it was all all like like gossip kind of things and one of the things that like oh um whenever uh somebody says like i ask what their instrument is and they say oh i'm a beat maker i just like get super turned off by it and then like all you could just see all the producers in the comments being like yo this is crazy (laughs) this is crazy and then i remember this man got in the comments and he was like, yo, I see all these producers here, whatever. And then I think he DM'd me. Um, and I was just like, oh, yeah, Dude, bro. Let- or I do. You did. Okay. First. Right. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm gonna, I, talk, I tell the whole story. I'm, I remember <laughs> things. <laughs> he then, um, he DM'd me. And it was like the most basic Berkeley conversation where it's like, oh, yeah, we should definitely collab, bro. It's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. You know, let's go call. You're, you're both Berkeley uh, yeah, students, yeah, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. And then um, I was like, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, and then. That was that, right? And then my roommate actually goes, cooks up with him at his place. Okay. And we made then, the worst beat of all time, bro. I'm going I'm to email you the beat is really bad. It's like really bad. And we'll, then, lay, we'll layer it. Yeah, so right? don't layer it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're going to get no views. It's so bad. Yeah. Or if it's so bad, sometimes those bad. things do Goofy get views. Goofy ass beat. Yeah. Goofy sometimes ass. those things do yeah. get views. But anyway. And then, yeah. And then Dill, like the second time he was going to cook up with him, he was like, yo, I'm about to go like at this guy's spot like hook up and i was like i'll pull up and then yeah pull up to this spot um still in the same street that we live here today like today just mm-hmm. different address okay uh different building and then yeah it just like kind of went from there i just started cooking up with this man like every week and then it was like it came to the point where it was like yo i'm like gonna not live in the dorms anymore i need to find a roommate and this man his roommate was gonna live by himself so it was just like yo like works out huh let's 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 give be roommates bro and then uh, yeah and then it worked out and then since like for two years we've been roommates and it's been great vibes incredible yeah Yeah. so that's a perfect segue into the main lesson which is where we talk about what you guys got going on right now and so i want to talk about you guys working dynamic living together right and now fast forward two years and you guys have been doing a lot of work together obviously separately as well in a lot of ways which we'll get to some of that as well um but i'm curious like explain like the how you guys like both work together and then within like the dynamics of living together like is it something where you guys are actively creating like frequently all the time um do you guys feel like sometimes you have to take a break from each other because you're around each other so long like talk to me just about like the dynamic of like working together and 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 what areas in which you guys work the best together i think it's like a personal basis it's not even i don't like it it, it's like not even on like a creative like intentionally creative the way that we work together is just like just being there around each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm working on something, I always show Ben. And whenever he's working on something, he shows me. And, like, through our conversations, not again, not just creative. It can just be about life. I think it teaches each other, like... Perspective. Perspective. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all perspective, you know, because when I play him something that he doesn't fuck with, he'll tell me that he doesn't fuck with it. And, good. like, That's even good. even though at the moment I'll be like, what you mean? Don't fuck with it. This is, like, this is fire. <laughs> um, I'll, like, then be like, okay, honestly... I could do that better. You know what I mean? 
And like, yeah, like vice versa, you, you know. You need that though. Like, no yes man. No bullshit, yeah. No yes man. I mean, yeah. if it's fire, it's fire. Tell them, right? Yeah, you know, sure. like give give the person your fl- their flowers or like, yeah. Know, tell- but yeah, no yes man. Not at all, not at all. And then, yeah, like going back to that personal basis when he's talking about just some life shit and I'm like, I, he calls me out on my shit. I call him out on his shit. You That's know what it. I mean? So it's like, lessons that we learn from each other just growing like just growing like that i feel like that's how we influence each other the best like we may not be like making beats every day like we used to like as in back, together we may not be together. making beats together yeah together yeah. like that as much like but at the same time it's like the product that we put out is very much his brand and his like perspective is very much ingrained in my brand Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is like vice versa. Just the energy is very much compatible and like built building off each other. Yeah. Nice. I don't know if you want to add anything. Yeah. I'll, I'll add two things. Like just going off of what you just said, like we started very DIY. Like mm-hmm. there was nobody, as I said, man, Moz records engineers and produces all of his own stuff. He's a one man center. When we started making videos together, like we went up to the roof and I was like, all right, let's figure this out. Like that's, that's why we're here right now. We've been figuring it out for the past, like absolutely two years. And it was like, bro, like when you're in that water, you got to wade to make a wave. You got to start like, no, nothing's going to come. You know, that water is still when you're sitting in the middle of that lake, like, bro, you either, you either fucking, you either paddle like hard as fuck. Can can, can you do that one more time? Yeah, yeah, wait, (laughs) (laughs) you you either, bro, bro, you either paddle hard as hell or you sit. You know what I mean? And um, what Maz was talking about was like, sometimes you're paddling really hard and and something pulls you under. You know what I mean? And like this summer, I dealt with a lot of mental health stuff. Um, And I mean, Maz has, I mean, we've just, as Maz said, like we've had so many talks, I would say more talks outside of the industry, outside of creative shit than what we do, which then fuel what we do. You know what I mean? Like all of the art, like all of the things we create, I have a saying where I said, I live in the art and I live in the art I create. The art is my life because the art is a result of how you live your life. So like I go to therapy, like I talk to my parents all the time. Like, but sometimes bro, like when I come home, Maz will be watching Breaking Bad season three, episode eight on the, on the kitchen table, eating some pasta. And I'll be like, I'll be like, bro, like this girl or bro, like school, like this shit's happening. And like having somebody there who's like there to talk, but also not there to bullshit. Like, like as Ma said, like we're there to check each other. Yeah. Like the reason our, our relationship works out really well is because, I mean, we like our energies work well together, but we're not afraid of like confrontation because it's not like beef. You know what I mean? Like he's called me out on stuff where we'll have a mature conversation about it. And by the end of that conversation, it's like, Facts. you're right. Yeah, like, true. Thank you for that perspective. Yeah. So, like, all that shit leads. And it's like, bro, like, we do our dishes. You go into our crib right now. I baked bread last night. Yep. I have two loaves of fresh baked French bread sitting on our oven, still heated. We have no dishes in the sink. We have a, a fully clean house. kitchen. Fully We're mopped college bathroom. students with a clean house. We believe in feng shui, bro. Get on the level. Bro, so, like, real talk, like, there's, there's a relationship as friends, as artists, and then there's also a relationship as roommates. And that was clear when we came in. It was like, bro, we're homies. But like, if you leave dishes in the sink, like, bro, this is our living space. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't clean up for your, after yourself, it's like, what do you do? Like, that's bum behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't like bum behavior. We're trying to, as I said, I'm, I'm 21. Maz is 20. We're doing this all the way. This is just the first phase of what we're doing. And it's like, 
bro, I'm watching Game of Thrones right now. And so the Great actions show. you take on the way to become a king of your kingdom are the actions that then reflect in your kingly yeah. rule. Like the, the habits you bring towards your people and the habits you leave or you lead in your personal life on that come up is the shit that once you have money, once you have the light on you, once you have people who are saying, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Once you have a label behind you, bro, if you're already corruptible or you don't have a clear way or a, a intention of what you're doing, it's like, bro, that's how you hear all these stories about like, you know, like fucking bro. I've never met Diddy before, but I've heard some crazy shit about Diddy. Like there's some real funky shit that goes on in this industry. Mm -hmm. And like it takes people where like Maz is going to be at my lake house one day, bro. I don't have a lake house right now. You know, I'm still in, we're still in college right now. Maz is graduating yeah. next semester. But like Maz is one of those dudes who I'm going to bring to the barbecue. You're invited to the barbecue. You're invited to the barbecue. You know who's not? Diddy. Because, bro, like there's some real like some real funky shit going on in this industry. And it's like you need people who are there to like when all the cameras are off, when all the shit's done, like yep. Maz and I are driving back in a zip car back to our crib. I'm going to cut off a slice of bread and we're going to talk about this podcast. Like this is real life. You know yeah. what I mean? And a lot of people try to make their life a movie. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, bro. Like our life is our life. And that's, that's the cool thing. Like we don't have to try to be, oh, this is so steady. You're cool. Shut up, bro. You're a bum. <laughs> you have no money. You're a bum. All right, bro. My bad. We didn't, we didn't come here to hate. Yeah, my bad, bro. My bad, hate. bro. I love everybody. <laughs> Except no, for what, you, Diddy. But <laughs> facts. No, but what I think you're saying is real. And you know what? It's interesting. I, I didn't know you guys' ages before, yeah. uh, you know, now, honestly. Yeah. And meeting you, you seemed a lot more mature than a normal 21-year-old that I tend to, would like, meet, you know, out in the ether, so to speak, sure. right? So I, I applaud you guys because these are the habits that people – that are my age or even older have not built. Hmm. And you might not think it's like a huge deal. You might think this is just like business as usual, but these are the habits and the mindsets that are going to then take you further in that path. Like the fact you guys have that on lock, like yeah. something as simple as like, I'm going to clean up after myself. I'm going to yeah. cook my own food. Like you're not saying you're not going to go eat out every once in a while, but like, it's like, I'm going to bake my own bread. I'm going to, I'm going to do things on my own terms not be disrespectful or, or like yeah, or be you yeah. know, an asshole to people, right? But like just being confident in yourself and understanding that like these are like the mindsets and the habits that I want to build for my life. That's so important and, and it doesn't and it goes further than the art. And I'm glad that you guys have a friendship that's not exclusively based on work yeah, or on art. You know, that you guys feel like you there's a space for that where you guys can yeah. come home and, and, and hash something out that happened oh, that yeah. whether it's something that's in the industry or not. So Listen, and it's I, fun too. We went to an improv night yeah. like three nights ago. We were oh, at yeah. Northeastern at an improv night, bro. It was lit. It was fah. It was lit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like you guys are ahead of it. You're yeah. ahead of it because, like, there's people, you know, people your age that don't have these mindsets for sure. I mean, I, I, you couldn't imagine walking into some college dorms or college apartments and seeing what you guys are describing. Yeah. Like, I went to college. You know, like I've, I've seen that. Like I lived in a, in, a, in a an apartment when I was in college too. And granted, I think we kept things pretty clean as well. But like, you know, it wasn't always the case in other people's places. You know, and it's just yeah. like you said that having that space. You know, I get all those habits and all those things that are you, you, that seem minuscule, right? The clean space, 
um, you know, having an aesthetic and, and, and an environment where you feel comfortable and like, isn't, you know, um, you know, like you said, bum behavior. Like yeah. I like how you put that almost, <laughs> yeah. right? Like bum it's like behavior. if you bum come behavior. home to a place that's dirty and that's, you know, you're not cooking for yourself, you're not taking care of yourself. It like smells. Smells. Yeah. There's that, that I feel like breeds into the other areas of your life, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> It's, it's our apartment might be a little smelly right now <laughs> like parmesan cheese because yeah. this man wants to grow plants yeah i was growing a bamboo plant and it got oversaturated with water oh. and i don't know why but bamboo plants no they, no no it's because you put the well hold on hold on hold on hold on <laughs> uh, this has happened before bamboo plants and check my science on this mike but bamboo plants when you overwater them they get a little they get a little funky and they smell like Parmesan cheese and it's really strong. It's okay. crazy. So our whole apartment, it doesn't, we, I, I fixed the we problem. Fixed it. I fixed it yesterday. <laughs> but for like a week, it was crazy. It was like you walk in the door, it's like. Bro, it smells like. But that's not the, but that's not the norm is my point. No, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Nah. Your, your, your apartment normally nah. doesn't smell like Parmesan cheese. Nah. Yeah, nah, no, nah, definitely nah, nah, not. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Right. It does like not on, smell on like regular Parmesan. basis. Yeah, yeah pull up nah. through our crib, it doesn't smell like Parmesan <laughs> cheese at all. <laughs> But anyway, I guess long went really away, away. I just saying, like, I, I commend you guys for that because yeah. that's a good that's going to take you far, no matter what you guys end up doing. Like, that's a great mindset to have you. in your, in not even just your your uh, you know professional endeavors, your yeah. relationships, and you know your own homes when you when you own that lake house someday and it's clean and tidy and it's inviting. People want to be there, right. you know. Like that's the, those are the spaces you want to you want to be that person yeah. that you want the rest of your life to reflect that. So I, I love it, guys. This is awesome. Um, yeah. Yo, seriously. Hey, shout, I, shout out to shout good out parents. To parents. Seriously, yeah. I, this all I, comes I, from my mom. This see, all comes from my mom and dad. Yeah, likewise, same, same with my here. mom. You know, single mom, three kids. She raised us to be, you know, like on, on the ball. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, bro. Man. I appreciate you guys. No, for real. It uh, it, it was it's super important. You know, I I love I love what my mom taught me as a person. Right, I, I was the I was your guys' age, right? Mm -hmm. Eight, you know, well, a little younger. Uh, my freshman year of college, I'm going to there. My mom, this is kind of a crazy story. She not really a story, but she um made me start doing my laundry when I was 12, my own laundry. Damn. She said, "I'm teaching you to do your own laundry," fuck and I'm like, what "The fuck." Yeah. None of my other friends were doing their own laundry. Yeah. I'm like, mom, come on. Like, I'm 12. You know, I don't think I, I don't want to fucking way, use a Tide Pod. What the fuck? I'm 12. She's yeah. like, nope. You're you're learning how to do your own laundry. Sure. You'll thank me yeah. later. Sure. When I was 14, you're getting a job. I don't care what it is. You're getting a job, part time job. Why? Because I'm not buying your own car. You're buying your own car. But guess what? I grew up in an area where a lot of people, given cars. Cars being bought for themselves. Yeah. Bought my own fucking car, man. Hell yeah. Fuck it was a 1996 Toyota Camry, and I loved that shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Pimped that shit out. It was great. Hell yeah. I really didn't pimp it out that much. It was a great sound system. But I'm sure the memories in that car yeah. like, are what stand Absolutely. Because you're like, I fucking mine. bought this. It was yeah. mine. It was I owned yeah. it. Versus like, I had another friend of mine in high school who was like, oh, I don't want my... 2005 Ford, whatever it was, because I don't like the color. I'm like, really? Bruh. Like, you don't want <laughs> and it. And he didn't have like, the money to repaint it. I, I don't know. Apparently not. Bum but behavior. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like, and then I go to college and I have friends of mine in college like, hey, do you, do you know how to do laundry? I'm like, I've been doing laundry, been doing laundry for six years. And I'm like, you don't know how to do your own laundry? Yeah. And then it clicked. I'm like, that's why my mom made me do my own laundry when I was 12. Yeah. You know? And that's like, that's the type yeah. of shit. And now I'm very self-sufficient, right? And okay. like, you know, and that's important. And even at that age, I was, right? And that's, and I, I'm thankful for that. And now when, you know, whenever I decide to have kids, like me and my girl, when we, when we have children, like I, I tell her all the time, like these are the types of things that like I want to teach our kids. I'd be an oh, asshole yeah. about it. Be like, you got to do your own laundry. But like, 
explain why. Of course. This is the reason why. So I love that. You, You're you going to be a good yeah. dad, Mike. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yep. I, I, you I, got I dad get, instincts I, already, bro. I get that a lot. I, I get that a lot. Not yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> Any baby mamas of Mike no. watching this film right now? <laughs> Y'all already chill, following chill. turntable stop, stop. teachers? Hey, I, am, I, I have a lovely, lovely girlfriend who I've been with for my four and a half years. So that is... Mike, where's my child support? <laughs> God, no. Um, Mike's having camera issues. But we're here. But it's cool. It's cool. The audio's still recording. That's true. What can we talk about, bro? Um, Acadia Spring Water. Acadia Spring Water. My stop and shop. Have you ever wanted to go to Acadia? Okay, I guess, yeah. It's a bunch of different springs. Are you sponsored by Acadia? We just gave a full ad read to Acadia Spring Water. Are you wait, sponsored by? We're it? not sponsored by it. No, wait, we we're oh. we're open to sponsorship. By the way, uh, we Acadia do not, Spring not, Water, not not, not a sponsor. Acadia Spring Water, not a sponsor. Drink, rip, 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 rip those tags off. Not a sponsor, uh, <laughs> or Old Spice. But again, Acadia, I, I, I don't want that to come off. Acadia, like Man. we we are, we will take you as a sponsor if you want it. Like and Old this Spice. episode's gonna go off. I'm telling you, and Old, Old Spice, Spice, we need. The You're sponsor. getting worse and worse <laughs> by the oh second. God. Old Spice, oh we need God. the sponsor. <laughs> That's a, damn, yo, damn, yo, damn. That's affecting the whole shirt, bro. Old Spice, we need yo, the sponsor. I don't know which growing. camera to look at. Old Spice, we need yo. the sponsorship for real. That shirt's I'm, gone. That bro, shirt's I'm, gone. I'm down to the obliques right now, Mike. Dude, I'm down to you the are ob- down to the obliques. I'm down to the obliques right now, Mike. What are you so nervous about? You're doing great. Man, you have a great beard, bro. <laughs> That is a that is a great segue. That's probably wow. <laughs> speaking so of so Ben, you can't grow facial hair. What have well, you tried? Speaking to? of burning cars, I mean, that shirt might to be bur- might need to be burned. Yeah. I think I think if you got more at the house, just burn that when you get home. Yeah, All right, got you. We got a, We got a segue here to pop quiz. <laughs> All right, hell yeah, pop quiz. So it, on pop it. quiz, anyone that doesn't know that's new to the show, it is a series of rapid fire questions. Some of them might have to do with music. Some might have absolutely nothing to do with music. It's just stuff that I found out. About these two. Now, this is a unique circumstance. Typically, I reach out to people that are, excuse me, people that are close to the guest. Right. However, I felt like I'd do an interesting spin because you guys live together. You have so much experience with each other. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) Experience with each other, dude? Well, not not in that way. (laughs) With another man? Experience is like, you you know, just as friends and like working. You got experience with moms, Mike? Uh, not until today. Well, right. whoa, uh, should we, whoa! Should we, should we tell them? All right, go to the go to the, go to the pop quiz. Go to Maybe. The pop quiz. Go to the <laughs> Maybe. Pop. All right, whatever. You guys know each other well. That's yeah. all I said. Yeah. So we have experience. I asked you guys. Time. So, cats out of the bag. You guys don't know what each other said. Nope. But nope. There's some awesome stuff in here. All right. Um, Maz, we're gonna start with you. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. It, it starts off nice and easy, but then it's <laughs> gonna it's, it's gonna get progressively worse. Um, these are all from me, by the way. All of these facts, <laughs> and all from of me. these are my. I normally don't just like tell you know the my sources on on yeah. air. Like normally, yeah. I'm like, I don't reveal my sources, yeah. but these are the sources for each other. So, Maz, as someone who has uh, personally, I have minimal knowledge of WWE. I okay. Am not familiar okay. Okay. With okay. WWE. Okay. In your opinion, <laughs> who is the goat of WWE? Is it Ric Flair, John Cena, Hulk John Hogan? Cena. John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. I didn't even finish. I John still had, Cena. I still had Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin to go through. I love. Okay, I love Shawn Michaels. I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love The Rock. John Cena. John Cena. Well, John Cena took it to all the levels. Heck. All the levels. You go outside. You can't see me. Everybody knows this. Not everybody knows. Fucking. Um. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Like some people do. Not everybody. Everybody knows that you can't see me. Everybody knows. 
Hustle, loyalty, respect. Facts. These are family values. And his theme song, too. Dun, 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 dun. All right. John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. Easy. Ben. What's up, man? As a major theater kid and also music. Yo, nah, 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 <laughs> run it back. Yo, yo, yo. How are you going to start the question off as a major theater kid? That was what the source, that's, that, that's what yo, the source provided. Yo. Uh, don't lie to yourself. The source provided. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Ben, which, which play has the, do you think has the best original music? Oh. That's a good question, Mike. Thank you. It's a good question, Moss. No, I came up with the question. You just told me to ask yourself. Right, hell yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck your sources, Moss. Major theater kid alert. Fuck me, um, I'm going to say, a- I'm going to give you two. Please do. I'm going to give you three. Okay, sure, please do. My favorite musical of all time, Dogfight the Musical. Okay. It's about these Marines. It's their last night in a town before they go, they get shipped off to war. And they have to find the ugliest girl to bring to a ball. And it's like a contest. Like, who brings the ugliest girl? They get money. But this dude brings a girl, and then throughout the course of the night, they fall in love. And the story is about like this unrequited love. After he goes out to war, all of his friends die, and he comes back. Stop looking at my pit stains, bro. <laughs> bro, they're bro, so bro. distracting. Yo, 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 yo. was looking at my eyes, and then he goes. I was like, all right, bro, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, back, back to the fucking, back to the musical, back this to the musical. Like, I can't. This, this man, is great. man. This is- Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, not, he comes back, he comes back and all his friends are dead and, and he falls in love with the girl. The music's amazing. Listen to Comeback from Dogfight. It's a great song. Okay. Um I'm gonna say my my second favorite musical is Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. I actually auditioned to be in the national tour for Dear Evan Hansen and uh I didn't get it. <laughs> um it's a, and, it's, a, it's a little salty about that, I think. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's cool though. Um and then uh yeah, my like my probably like goal my goat cultural importance musical is Hamilton because mm. Hamilton onboarded so many people to the musical theater industry. Yeah. And like, it was cool. Like it really put me on a rap, which is crazy. Don't include this in the interview, but like <laughs> Hamilton was like my, like one of the first rap albums we're I listened inclu- to. It's on there. We're including it. I mean, we're, fuck. You can't, you can't tell <laughs> me that. So, not I'm so sorry like, to hey, whoever is watching this theater kid, bro. I was like 12 years old. Somebody put on the Hamilton soundtrack and I was like, this is fucking ill. And then my dad played Forgot About Dre for the first time. And I was like, this is ill too. And then I got hip to um, Jay-Z through my dad. It was like Jay-Z. And um, then I went through like a crazy Kanye phase. And then everything just went from there. Dope. So, yeah. Good answer. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Maz, who's the most underrated player in the NBA currently? I know you're a big hoops guy, as am I actually as well. Yeah, I'm a big. Ho- I, so I played uh, through high school, a little bit of college, and then coached for ten yeah. years. What position? I was a shooting guard. Is it? And I got yo. Like that's my game. Like low threes, key, bro. Three point. Yeah, but go ahead. I'm not gonna lie. If I, I I think that's him, Mikhail Bridges in the Nets. Mikhail Bridges. I like that answer. Like that's a good answer. He hasn't missed a game. Yeah. In years, he's solid. He's, he's just, just solid. He's a solid player. Solid. Like he can't be your best player. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. But he That's can be okay. your third best player. And it's a great third best player. Great third best player. <laughs> great he's third on the best team. player. Defends, rebounds, three point, moves, th- yeah, can shoot threes, yeah. gets the rim pretty well. Consistency. I like that. Answer. I'm a Lakers fan. We have zero. Ew. Sorry, <laughs> we have zero consistency. Well, whatever. They, they're doing shitty right now. Anyway, who cares? We have zero consistency, man. Anthony Davis, get your shit right. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with AD, bro. Does he still have the Unibro? Not anymore. Uh, 
The, he needs to bring that back. I don't yeah. think he's doing the unibrow anymore. He needs to bring, bring that it back. back. No. All right, Ben. What's up, man? What was it like starring as Alex in the short film Bystander? And how did it <laughs> potentially change your perspective on bullying? <laughs> anyone that hasn't seen the short film, it's about a boy who's a bystander. It's so cute. I haven't seen it, but I want to watch it now. You and can't. It's not anywhere. It's not anywhere it's to not watch? Anywhere, oh, that's dude. bullshit. It's nowhere. Well, you're on IM, IMDB or whatever. I do have an IMDB page. <laughs> um, and you were like the start, like... Yeah, little, little yeah. 12, how old are you like 12 yeah i was 11 I, I was 12 and you want to know a fun fact that's sure. actually where the name bensels came from bro what comes from where that's come? where the name bensels comes from i was uh i was on lunch break because you know it was a big fucking production it was bystander <laughs> film about bullying <laughs> and uh, i was playing it's important the, by the way yeah man and we're anti-bullying yeah. over here. facts even if you're a bystander you're still part of the problem be the solution turntable teacher you remember his lines um yeah but um nah i played this character named alex man it was real cool um uh it was i paid to be in the movie <laughs> i paid like i paid 500 bucks to be in the movie bro no 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 it was bro, no it was like it was like a theatrical like film workshop or whatever we had like a red carpet at the end it was nice it was nice you but um were you the bully or the bystander i was bro i was the solution bro <laughs> i fuck, i stepped in there bro i said stop that <laughs> and they said okay um so, so that that was kind of my, which is usually my, how that works my lead role they, they just uh, yeah, take it right they what was like, the question <laughs> <laughs> yo you guys are fucking hilarious bro holy shit this is like this is even better than i thought it would be Let's go. Yeah, it's like, i had a hunch but like god Let's damn go. i said it to you i'm like they're gonna be fun I'm like damn this is crazy um oh she's either gonna want to come back or never come back yeah. this. like yeah. we're the first podcast she's been on the crew for yeah yeah she's i'm you either never hearing so from her again uh, or like, she's coming back for every single one uh, and, not, and nothing neither in between cool how did it change your perspective on bullying oh, shut up man <laughs> nah you know I'll, or, how, or did it maybe? i'll say i'll say i'll say this man i'll it say is, this right? man it taught me that being a bystander is never the solution if if you see something say something if if you hear it stop it um yeah so i know about bullying man i was bullied for like eight years it gets better man and you know why they're bullying you if you're getting bullied right now you know why they're bullying you because you're cooler than them and you have a sense of individuality and authenticity that they can't replicate through conformity fuck those dudes if you're getting bullied right now go home jack off eat a bagel Jesus. and then keep it pushing bro life's gonna get better bro three years ago i was 18 my parents got divorced i was living in chicago alone in my dad's bachelor pad with two cats now i'm here with my best friend with mike turntable teachers spreading the culture forward moving the culture forward preaching anti-bullying rhetoric if you see something say something stop bullying well, the comment section might be a bit. Tough, Please don't bully me. Bro. No. <laughs> stop bullying. Stop bullying. If he owns it, stop bullying me for my armpits. It's fucking crazy, bro. Oh my god. Bro, this is our first interview, bro. I don't know how many of these I can do. <laughs> like, I gotta get some heavy duty armpit for repellent. Bro. You need something. Yeah, I need new pits. Bro. But you'll, you'll be okay. I need new pits. You'll be okay. We're all gonna we're all gonna survive this. I need new pits. Maz, can you explain what? Fajita ass is? Fajita ass? <laughs> what the hell was that? No. Yeah, bro, rap it. Rap it, bro. No, I'm not going to rap it. It was my first song that I dropped on SoundCloud. It wasn't my first song ever. It was just the first song okay. that I dropped. Or not song. Sorry. First song that I dropped on Spotify on all the, this, you know. Still there? All that shit. Still there. It's the worst song of all time. 
I was 16 years old rapping the most stupid shit. There's some incriminating bar? bars in that song. Can you say can you please say your favorite bar from Fajitas? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. gonna spice it like fajitas. I forgot the rest. Thanks. Alright. He plays the fifth on it. Alright, <laughs> final que- final question in pop quiz. Okay. Ben, how difficult? <laughs> again I don't know if I can say this shit. How difficult was it to portray Jesus in a play when you can't grow a beard? <laughs> I put them both together. <laughs> I actually, I had a, I had a fake beard. Oh, I assumed that. They gave me a fake beard. I looked sexy on stage, man. Yeah. It was the first sexy time I'd Jesus, ever worked huh? out. I dropped 15 pounds for that role. I had a six pack, fucking bustling Jesus biceps, and I was out there, bro. It was great. I was um for people that don't know, bro. I went to nationals for musical theater. I was on a national stage for the so 18th. you were a major theater kid. Come on, yeah. man. Nah, own that I don't, shit. Nah, bro. You I was the pits. You got to own the, the pits. stage. You um, got to own the stage, bro. Yeah, nah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong yeah, with being bro, a... I, yeah, fuck it. I was a major theater kid, bro. And now we're here representing hip-hop there's, culture in Twitter. There's nothing wrong with being... I, I think theater is fantastic. I don't think there's anything wrong with Facts. being a theater person. It's true. Absolutely. Right? Um, yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, nah, bro. It was lit. It was a, it was a real... It was a real like proving ground. It was my first lead role like ever. Mm-hmm. Throughout high school, I was in theater. Uh, I've been doing theater since I was like four or five years old. And I was always just kind of like the fucking, I could sing really well. That was my ticket. Okay. I smoked way too much weed in high school. I like had no ambition, but I could sing really well. And my parents made sure I was in vocal lessons. Like every Saturday, we would drive down, downtown to the city. My mom would drive me and we'd be there at 7 a.m. So like that's that's something that was ingrained to me. So when the opportunity to play Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar came up when I was 18, but that's all I was thinking about. It was like my goat moment. I was like, all right, I'm going to the leagues. Like I'm about to go crazy. Um, and I killed it, bro. I got crucified on stage on a 14 wow. foot metal cross after getting whipped with fake jelly. Um, my body was covered in fake blood. I got crucified. That's crazy. The pits are crazy. It might get down to his. His hips. Yeah, really bro, yeah. We're gonna These we're gonna we're gonna do an active pit throughout the case of this. I mean, I'm, interview. I'm kinda in a way I'm glad you didn't, but I don't know why you didn't just keep the sweatshirt on. Bro, because I'm I'm here for the clips, bro. I'm here for <laughs> I'm here for two of, I'm here for two things. How many yeah, I'm ahead. here for a great conversation. Which we're having. And I'm here for the clips. And and yeah. And the pits. <laughs> Three things. Um but no man, it was it was it was really good. It was a huge production. There was an hundred person orchestra. It was wow. the, uh the first time I had ever been on a major stage. It was a a thousand to twelve hundred person audience, oh, and um, if you know the soundtrack from Jesus Christ Superstar, it's one of the most um, like vocally demanding musicals there is. Um, it's a rock opera, so you have to really belt, you have to really sing. Yeah, yeah. And I was fucking, I was preparing for that for like a year. I killed it. There's footage of it somewhere. I, I fucking killed that role. And um, three days after that show, COVID hit, bro. So we got it in uh, three days before the show. That's good. Three though. days before at least, COVID. At least you're able to get it in, but. bro. I. I like serious. I think I would have lost all direction if I didn't like God has helped me so much in my process, bro. Because like before Berkeley, I went to theater school, bro. I went to the best musical theater conservatory in America, Boston Conservatory. It's literally number one. There's 80 people who get in out of 5,000 applicants. Like I'm going to talk my shit as a major theater kid for a second. Like that's a 0.05% acceptance school. I was there. I did the worm during my audition. Like I went in with my personality. You know, I said I can do impressions. I did Scooby-Doo. I said, I was about to say, okay, right I can do Kermit, the rainbow connection. Like I've really, I've been doing that shit oh, since shit. I was a kid, bro. See, exactly. So like 
this shit goes deeper than than you know what we put out like theatricality and art has been in me since a young age it's been in Maz since a young age and now i feel like we're in a spot where we're allowing it to come through into our art in a really beautiful way mm -hmm. like me and live events like i never realized how much my theater background helps but like we totally. prepare so much for each show yeah we write out acts we write out interludes we write out everything because i believe like the most improvised show is the most prepared show you know what i mean like you can't you can't do improv you can't have a good like a good flowing show unless you prepare it mm -hmm. so like bro we put shots up every day like as ma said we might not produce together every day but we put our own shots up every day oh yeah like if we were if we were two basketball players i'd probably be going to the european league and um <laughs> Hey, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you make a lot of fundamentals over there. Yeah, facts, facts, great facts. Basketball, I got good footwork. Uh, the Europe fans over there are crazy. Look at the flares in the crowd. Actually, I will these, say these, these European guys are coming in too, and they're yeah, Luka the Doncic, Jokic. This is the last flower. Yama, all these guys. These are, the, these are the last flowers I'll give to Maz. If you need a solid two-point shooter on your team, this guy. Okay. This guy has the greatest foundation. The set and shoot before he fires. So we complement each other because I'm a three-point shooter. So. I play the paint too, so this is a full three team right here. Say less. This is, this is, yeah, we need to get in a three-on-three -three tournament. Real three. Hey, man. Well, and one. You heard Call it here first. That was pop quiz. What a, one of the most rambunctious but enjoyable pop quizzes I think I've ever had. Pitch it. <laughs> I'm just oh crazy. Oh, my God, man. man. Um, I want to talk, Maz, I want to talk to you yeah. about your brand new album. So we're back to the main lesson. Got a Let's couple go. of, I want to talk to you about the music now that you guys have both been dropping recently. Um, thank oh, God for me. Yeah. So again, no yes men here. Of course. Okay? I'll keep it a buck 100 with you. I do not typically gravitate towards this style of hip hop as okay. often. Okay. It's just not in my wheelhouse as often. I, yeah. you know, and it's funny though. I never used to like, like a little Uzi vert and things like that. But then, um, that I think was it, uh, eternal it take came out mm. and I, I was like, Oh, okay. I kind of understand where he's going now. Like yeah. this is actually pretty tight. And the reason why I bring up Uzi is cause I feel like when I was listening to your album, I didn't love every single song, uh -huh. but the songs I loved, I really, really, really liked like that. Oh, yeah. That opening song switch is phenomenal. Thank dude. you. Bro. That shit like got me room, like rolling. I was listening to it in the car and that's the other thing too. The uh -huh. freaking production and the engineering on this shit, bro. I a one like a like top fucking notch, dude. That sounds Thank you. so good. Anybody that likes this style of music, if you like Uzi, um, the other some other influences I was hearing, like I definitely heard some Kendrick for sure, oh, yeah. and some oh, of yeah. the flows. Oh yeah, heard some Travis Scott. Definitely heard some Kanye. I even heard like a little bit like UK grime in there a little bit too, or like some of the UK okay. Okay. scene. The things okay. I'm getting. I don't know if that was intentional yeah, or not, nah. but some of the things I'm okay. hearing. So I'm hearing a lot of these influences. I'm hearing, even though I didn't connect with every single song. Sure. Like that's the two highlights for me, that switch song. And then it was a devil. Where's devil, devil new, Prada. new Prada, baby. Dude, get out of here with that. <laughs> bro, shit. That's, that's the show hit right there. Bro. That, that fucking when she is, hit my phone. I know what's, what's up. up. I holla. Yeah. That shit was dude. Bro, I, you was gotta, like, I was vibing yeah. to that shit. Hell yeah. You got to see that live. Car. You got to see that live. It's I crazy. can only imagine. Sunday, Secret Island. It won't be up by Sunday. Yeah, Dang oh, it. I was going to say, bro, that's <laughs> tomorrow. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're playing yeah. a show tomorrow. I'm playing at the House of Blues tonight, actually. I'm, that's I'm right. I'm DJing at the House uh, of Blues for, tonight. For enjoy the thrill. thrill, right? With I just thrill. joined the team also. Congratulations. Wait, hold on. Shout out. Enjoy this is my first time throwing up thrill on camera. Enjoy the thrill, man. Iron sharpens iron. Do it for the thrill. Iron sharpens iron. Shout out to Cam and Steph. Facts. That's big bro right there. Steph big bro'd me hard. Wait, no, Steph like hipped me really hard this summer. He connect. He put me in contact with you, bro. 
That's right. Steph was the one who invited me to that networking event where I met you. No kidding. Yeah. So, and I, I was tight with Artie. So Artie and I managed an artist actually together uh, okay. and Artie owned that space that we were in. Yeah. The so, uh, NOSA? Uh, it was French, or no, the, French, yeah, French Street. French Street Project. French Street Project. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I really just like if anybody loves that style of music. So for oh, yeah. long story short, for me to not really love that style of mm -hmm. music but to feel like oh my god there's definitely tracks i'm going to go back to and that i really really enjoyed and like yeah. want to hear again like that's a huge compliment thank I, you bro i think you should see, you. see it as that thank you so i'm kind of curious like you are you actively sort of like you know being somebody that's obviously from brazil and then coming into like american music like is that like all those influences like i mean the uk one maybe sounds like i wasn't as on on par with no nah, no nah, there's like there's a hint of it. I'd say there's okay. a hint. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not too far. No, off. no, no, no. Um, talk to me about like the creating this project. Cause mm -hmm. I think again, it's such a strong body of work. The sound is yeah. incredible. So I'm curious, yeah. like for you, like sort of working in all of these American music, hip hop music influences, right. like what's that journey been like for you? And then obviously to get to this point of this project. Yeah. Thank God for I me. I mean, so I always say, so that project, thank God for me, it, it's, it's an amalgamation of like the process of making it like the it's thank God for me because like I always wanted, although like I did, I was a producer for longer than I've been an artist. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And I, the process of creating that album was about of like the self journey of myself, of understanding myself and what my sound is. That's why it's so like all over the place intentionally with like all these different influences. Like it, that first song switch that's what it is it's it was like a personal switch for me i feel like before i dropped that album i was a completely different person it's a literally a switch of like who i was before to who i am now mm -hmm. you know what i mean totally so it yeah i think like it's very much american music influenced i'm getting more right now into the more brazilian bag from the last song that i dropped which was uh, i left my feelings back in miami which was a song that I dropped last year, but I did a Brazilian funk remix. Crazy. Um, which, like, if you go back to the roots of Brazilian funk, it's Miami bass. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of... makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm kind of getting, bringing that Brazilian side back in it, you know? Um, there's, yeah, just working on, on that wave a lot. You know, you ask, like, E.T. Um, and some of the VB guys, I've been making Brazilian funk beats for them and that we have demos now. Hopefully they release. Um, but it's like, it's a, I feel like it's a new wave that I see Brazilian funk as like, it's gonna, I feel like it's gonna have the same effect as like drill and Jersey club had sure because it's very much in the same, like you look at the rhythm, it has like, and you look at drill, it's like, and then Jersey, right. It's the same rhythm, just like kind of like slightly, slightly altered, but it's, it always has the, it's in, it's in there in all of them. So I think it's like, and we're getting it because Drill and Jersey, especially Jersey, were kind of memefied in the beginning. There was a little bit of like a, oh, it's kind of a funny genre. Brazilian funk is being memefied right now. Mm -hmm. You know, people, and please don't say it's P-O-H-P-O-P-H-O-N-K. It's not oh, funk. funk. It's not Brazilian funk. It's F-U-N-K. Please. Funk, it's like a different thing. It's like drifting. It's a different music. thing. It's yeah. a different thing. But anyways... Yeah, so I think it's getting that kind of joke kind of song right now. But that rhythm is so, like, you put that on, you put that at a function. Yeah. People are going to immediately, this man is a DJ, people are going to immediately, they don't care what the fuck you're saying. 
because it's Portuguese, they're going to immediately start fucking like it's, you know what I mean? Camera it's crazy. Going crazy right? It's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like just that. And I think that's, the, again, that's that music. Like the moment you hit play, it's like, right, it already right. gets you like energized and stuff, you know? It's dope. And that's coming back now. I mean, I'm, again, I'm doing more also like rock stuff, but it's like, it's there, that vibe of just like, nah, like let's get moving. Like that's the idea. You know what I mean? Totally. It's a forward yeah. energy. It's, yeah. like it's a, a forward very, it's energy. Driving. It's a forward, yeah. Like, I would say that's, Maz's rock production and Maz's Brazilian funk production is very driving. Like that's those, the point, yeah. 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 No, listen, like, I, I was just blown away by the quality of the sound of it. Thank like, you. Like, I had not heard production hit that hard the way in which you mixed that. Like, I, I was so impressed. Thank you. Crazy impressed. Um, Devil, Devil Wears Prada, it's called, right? Devil and New Prada. Devil and New Prada, I'm sorry. Can we play a clip of Devil in New Prada for the people? Let's oh, go. can we play a clip of the live band playing Devil in New Prada? Do you do you have? Oh hell have yeah! That? All right, I we'll got your send, email. We'll send yeah, I'll that send to it me. Through. Okay, yeah. we're gonna take a quick break. Okay, we're uh, gonna sit uh, armpit break. <laughs> the Just live band version quick. of Devil in New Prada. By Maz type B, or no, just Maz. Sorry, that was that was your it's Instagram okay. handle. Get those Maz arms up, featuring Ibri, right? Ibri, Ibri. Excuse Mike, me. Put those arms up, man. Arms up. No, no pits. Nice and dry. Devil in New Prada break. Devil, Devil we'll in New Prada break. Maz and Ibri. We'll be right back. Ibri. <laughs> Ibri. Fuck. <laughs> 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 And that was Devil in New Prada by Maz and Ivory. Sorry. The live version. You should totally check out the full studio version, which is linked in the description. And of course, the rest of Thank God for Me by Maz. Dude, loved it. Really, really big fan of it. Um, And I'm happy for you. And it was funny. So you ran the Kendrick. Is that the Kendrick Lamar I on your? uh... It is. It is. The I I and the U. And the U. That's right. That's right. It is. And the U. So it's funny. I wrote that Kendrick down because I totally, it was like the second verse of Switch. I was like, right away. I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. not saying you're biting him, but I was was like, no, influence. Like totally. Like yeah, that Kendrick. Kendrick has been like always, he was my, I think. Loki, one of my, I feel like my first favorite rapper. Yeah, I think now it's it's been Kanye, been Kanye. Yeah, I could I could hear some Kanye. Kanye's yeah. my number one, no question. But Kendrick is like the number two. Like gotcha. it's it's there. Like okay. his, it's freaking sweet way man. that he can deliver emotion through just like, like, again, I love rapping. I love the rappers, but for me, it's so much more about the artistry that they can they're able to do it sure kendrick is the best at putting rapping ability into artistry and just making a fucking record yeah yeah he really is man it's crazy um ben i want to talk about some of your new music oh Um, i'm really really intrigued by the ep small dog bite okay uh, with small dog big bite so i'm oh my god it's okay read it read it off and i I went to small dog big bite with juju the rapper who's a dmv guy correct yeah juju's the homie so I'm curious. So and then 
completely different vibe by the way like a <laughs> yeah. little bit more yeah he said maz your mixes sound so good <laughs> and ben <laughs> let's talk about your production yeah no i'm not suggesting no, i'm that. saying it no it was a different it was a different style it's yeah, a totally different style like sure. more like old school like yeah. more boom bap ish yeah bit, for sure man right east east coast sort of style of music so very very different um but I'm curious, like, how this collaboration came to be with Juju, because I know him being from the DMV. Like, yeah. you know, how did you guys, you know, get in touch, or like, you know, how did you guys create that like working relationship with you being from Chicago, but yeah. then being up here? Uh, another great body of work as well. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Thank you, bro. Juju's a homie, man. He, he used to go to Berkeley. Um, okay. That Juju would be since okay. dropped out of Berkeley, um, you know, to check in on his health, which I totally respect. Um, but that came, that project came out, I believe in April of 2023, Right, so, yep, yep. bro. Yeah. As I said, bro, like my art comes from my life, man. I was in Salt Lake city, Utah. I was skiing for a week over spring break and, uh, I was scrolling on Instagram. Actually, I was driving to the Seven Eleven to get a pack of Newports and, um, I was on Instagram. Don't text and drive, but I was scrolling on Instagram and Juju's new freestyle came out like all my Instagram reels. I was like, oh, this is hard. So I FaceTimed him immediately, bro. I was like, bro, let's work. He was like, okay. And so I'm the type of guy to like, when I, Moz can attest this, like when I say something or not when I say something, that sounds crazy. But like when I have an idea, like a creative idea, it's like, bro, let's do it. Cause like it, it only, it yeah, it only takes form once it's tangible. You know what I mean? So I, I got my pack of Newports. I, I was listening to, um, to some Budgie beats. If you know the producer Budgie, I'm familiar. Budgie's super, super fire. He's a UK cat. Um, and I drove back. It was snowing. It was beautiful, man. The snow was coming over the mountains. I was like, fuck it, let me lock in. I got on my laptop. I cooked up two beats. Um, or I cooked up like seven beats in one day um, and sent them over. Because when I get in that mode, it's just like, all right, we're in that mode. You just kind of knock them Yeah, out. bro, yeah. yeah, it's the flow state. I just kept going. Um, and so I sent them over. Juju sent back like seven verses that day. Wow. And he was like, bro, just pick and choose what you want to do with it. So the verses you hear in that project are not like how they were actually laid out. There was a lot of like chopping around and figuring out, all right, these are the best parts. And a lot of the same, you know, energy I bring towards Maz, I was like, hey, you know, like for that, I, I for, bro, I forget what the song's names are from that project, but like whatever the first song from that project was, it's like Juju spat a verse and I was like, I feel like you could do better. So he went back, re-recorded it, and I was like, all right, that's it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, man, that was the first body of music I put out. I have 11 monthly listeners right now. Shout Let's out go. to y'all. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> Man, I'm not I'm not coming in the game right now as a as an artist releasing music. That's not my main prerogative, but I enjoy it, man. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the making music. Presented itself, and you yeah, to, man. Yeah, nah, yeah. shit's gonna be so crazy in three years that I'm making the connections I need to now, and I'm building the processes that I need to in order to create art at that level for when the time comes. Because mm -hmm. Maz and I are just preparing for that blow up, bro. It's coming. It's already coming. And we know it's going to come. We've already built the foundation. Pause. We've, we've already built the foundation. And, man, we're here. And I got a best friend in this world, bro. Like, this is my, this is somebody, like, this man's hug means a lot more than any of y'all saying that shit's fire. So, fucking, yeah, man, Juju's the homie. It came out of love. I was in Salt Lake City getting a pack of Newports. Made some beats. Sent over some songs. And rest was history. Both those projects linked in the description after this episode. Make sure you guys go check them out. Two very different styles, two very Thanks. different vibes. But Thanks. if you I like some soul chops, check it out. Man. Yeah, you get it. No, you're definitely yeah. gonna. I sound wise, sound wise, I gravitated a little bit more towards that project just because that's like normally what I listen to more often. For sure. What kind of music do you listen to, Mike? Man, yeah. I have a, I have an eclectic sort of taste. I like a lot. Right now, I'm on a big like um, indie pop alternative 
hip hop alternative style. Like I'm huge on that new Tizo touchdown record. Hell yeah. Like, we were listening to that so on the way up. Hot. Really? No yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah. I like love that shit. Yeah. Um Dominic Fike. Really, like he's another sure. one that I just listen to all the time. Um, I like very soulful, jazzy hip hop. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, take a yeah. look at my wall too. Yeah. Like this is like this is like my these this. are my favorite projects of this. all time. You know, I love this. Denzel is so incredible. I love Denzel is so incredible. So JPEG Mafia. Bro, Danny also, Brown. that Outcast album right there. That's we were talking about. We were like, oh, that's a great album. That's a great album. That's so a crazy great story album. about this album. It's the first album I ever owned. Not not I had the CD because it's like when I was growing up. Right. You know, uh, you know, late '90s, early 2000s. Like it was CDs. Yeah. Records weren't in anymore. They kind of came back a bit. Probably like maybe a decade ago. I feel like maybe a little bit more. Like or like more mainstream. I should say. So obviously, people had plenty of you know record, yeah. uh, you know, collections or whatever. But I remember I was actually nine years old, 10 years old when that album came out. And, you know, uh, actually, Olivia and I were talking a little bit off air. So I listened to, growing up, listened to a lot of Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross. Um, not to bite that Kanye West song. I just feel like I was about to just Luther sing the hook. Um, then we set this party Elton John, Fleetwood Mac. I mean, the list goes, kind of goes on and on. So anyway, but my mom played a lot. Even Kenny G was really okay, was cool. really much just saxophone like... Saxophone solos. Just saxophone, maybe? jazz. Yeah. 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 That was like dinner music, you know? That's and um, my mom was playing music all the time. She had a really big CD collection, actually. So mm. um, naturally, when I started hearing this album or like some of the songs on the on, on speaker box, Love Below, it kind of like blew my mind because I was like, oh, yeah. these are kind of some of those, those jazz, you know... Yeah. Uh, sounds but they're being fused into like this new yeah. thing that I didn't really yeah, I didn't know what hip hop was right so I begged my mom begged her to let me get it and um she said okay she was you know what my mom was cool man she was one of those moms that was like listen you know I'm not gonna be the person that is going to shield you from the world the world can be a cruel beautiful place but it can be a cruel place you I want to get you ready for yeah. life and she said you know I was telling you guys off air adopted you know it was living 17 years old living in a in a boarding home by herself like that's just i mean she's she had it tough man she's she definitely struggled but she's you know she really came out the other end but um i really feel as though like she set me up for success and like allowed me to like you listen to all of this different music and when hip-hop i was like really interested she was like okay you just have to have that get the clean version so i was sure. obviously fair she compromise mom, at, bro that's yeah. a good mom yeah. right there yeah uh-huh. fair compromise at nine yeah. years old um and i listened to that shit yeah all the time yeah. man like it's my favorite probably my favorite album of all time Hell like yeah. it, and not because i love the music all the way necessarily like it's it's so long but like i love i <laughs> love i love some great yeah. i love i love so many of the songs the, the, uh, project? i have i, I, dab- I dabbled mm-hmm. i dabbled um i listened to the first song and then um i have a really short attention span yeah so <laughs> yeah. I, so I, dab- I dabbled project. it yeah, honestly bad. for me um it's like a seven minute intro. <laughs> like, my whole thing know. with that is like, I think he just did that because one, I think because he can and because he wanted to, which more power to him yeah. um, as an Andre 3000 fan. Like, sure. I would have loved a rap album, but I'm not going to be one of those people that's like mad or upset that he dropped this type yeah. of project. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. It's yeah. his growth too. It's, his growth. it's like, it's yeah, where exactly. he's at right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's been going around to like Japan with just yeah. the flu. Well, that, so that it's like, that's probably I, was, I was like, dude, yeah, there's no way. But he's smart. People are gonna sample that shit, chop it up. They already yeah. have. Bro. People already yeah, have. Yeah. Yeah. Cash Cobain so, made a crazy song mm, off of that Cobain. intro track. I believe it. I believe it. So like for me, cash, not from YouTube. 
good for him um so yeah i mean and then it's funny like with on with outcast like i went uh-huh. backwards because i was like oh there's all these other albums because yeah. that was like really the last album they ever dropped and so yeah. aquemini is like my favorite outcast Fire. album okay. like front to back that's definitely the one that i'll just like play bro i love the first one the southern playlist, southern playlist kind yeah of like well that's again that was like that shit that, is you know that really southern style that was really big at that time um was yeah really they were a huge catalyst for that so mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I love all types of music. I love rock. You know, I love there's a lot of 90s rock that I can really get into. Um, R&B, soul. I like a lot of it, man. Yeah. Um, even metal, which is something that I always said I could never really get into. But mm-hmm. I feel like people listening to like people like Denzel Curry yeah. kind of let me sort of get into that a little yes. bit. And then yes. that's when I got into like a Death Grips or okay. those types of um, bands mm-hmm. that are a little bit more, you know. Uh, a little bit more abrasive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 or JPEG Mafia, which a little bit more obscure. Um, so yeah, man, I um, I, I I like a lot of different music, but I, and then so many great Boston artists and Massachusetts artists that I listen yeah. to as well. So I feel like I get um overloaded with that too. But then again, like I got like Harry Styles on here, man. Like that last Harry Styles Let's album go was Harry. fire, bro. Let's go, yeah, Harry. There's a few more over there. As it was, that last Harry Styles was yeah. As I thought that project was fire. Sugar so. Bob Marley, bro. Like that's not the last here's, one. Here's my, my whole thing. I'll, I'll, I'll end it with this. Is like I feel like there's a there's a time and place for uh, so many different types of music. So that's why I I like to be nice and open to yeah. even if I again same with you. Like if I don't love a project, like someone out there loves it, or there is a time and place for that. Like yo, if I feel like just bumping some like dope production and dope music yeah. in the car, like mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna go to Maz's album. You know what I mean? Come that on, shit man. that shit went hard in my car. Come I'm on, like man. hell yeah. If I feel like that's what I'm feeling that day. I'm going to throw yeah. that on because yeah. it's fun, you know, or if I'm feeling a little bit more like, you know, introspect, maybe I want to throw Kid Cudi on or like maybe I'm feeling the more jazzy soul. I'll go with Anderson Pack, right? Like maybe I'm feeling a little bit more obscure. I'll go with that, you know, MF Doom. So, yeah, it's just all about the, the feeling that I feel that day or where I am in that time and place in my life or environment is where I so sorry for the long-winded rant but nah, I appreciate the nah. question well, I was gonna say also like coming off of that something that really changed my perspective on music is like being in those positions to listen sure like I never heard punk music or like I never heard sure. rock music in a live setting See, punk, so punk, I, was, punk was big when I was growing up bro, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no yeah. scene in Chicago right, there was right nothing in Chicago I really haven't listened to like lot like heavy live drums like up mm-hmm. until this last year mm-hmm. but then I saw it in person and so it was that the difference between things. bro. It's the difference between clicking on it on Spotify and listening it, listening to it in a car, yeah. versus being in that crowd mm-hmm. and feeling that. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like you yeah. gotta like no, hip hop comes shot. from the from the hips, rock music comes from like the like the snap. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm not yeah. gonna be like in the Toyota Tacoma like brother, <laughs> but like bro, you might put me in that crowd and I might crowd surf. Yeah, like I might, right, exactly. I might. There's footage of me doing the cranked at Soldier Boy and actively knocking somebody over in a crowd. Because I'm a big dude. I'm six three, bro. I could have been an Ohio State lineman if I wanted to. I'm yo, I'm that's my that's my squad. For real? Absolutely. Ohio State? Absolutely. Psh, I could have played. My my uncle used to coach there back in the day. Bro, that's put fine. me on the D line. Coached, coached basketball. Put me on the D line. I'll be there. We might need you. They were, Maybe if there's we, rock music we need to going beat on. Fucking Michigan, bro. Okay. I'm so sick yeah. of <laughs> Michigan the last three years. You Mish, baby. Ugh. Um, yeah, no, I think oh. seeing, seeing, a seeing an artist live, it really is. No, it, it is. It makes it, it makes it, it huge. It changes huge. everything. Now I love punk music now. And I, I wouldn't yeah, say I'm yeah. like, and shout, shout out to my dog, Sade, who's making amazing Facts. punk music right now. Facts. Only dropped one song, Sade, made by Sade. S-A-A-D-E. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. Check it up. Produced it's by like, Dennis. Inspiring me so much right now. That's amazing. Yeah. I saw they played a show yesterday at Exit Galleries. It was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah well, crazy. I, I threw two shows. I love Exit Galleries. Can we That's give a, a couple shout outs real quick? Of course. I want to shout out Say. I want to Sam sh- from Exit Galleries for love Sam. Yeah, big shout out to Sam Fish. Sam Fish. Me. Shout out Dennis. Dennis. Dennis in if you know. Uh, shout out Meech. Shout out Mike. Shout out Turntable Teachers. These are our Boston shout outs for the yeah. episode. Shout out Olivia. Shout out Casey. Shout out Casey. The person who put us in this shout position out to be Side here. Stuff. Shout out Shout Beams. out Oak Grove. Shout out Oak Grove. That OGS family. Shout out Dar. Shout, shout out, out Enjoy the Thrill. Shout out Invader. Shout out um, Hawes. Shout out Sean Wire. Fucking shout out Maya. Facts. Uh, shout out Brandon So Chanel. many people. There's so many people shout that like Cam let us be a part of this culture, bro. That like took us in and like we've reaped so much from that from the boston hip-hop scene that's a scene that like it's gonna make waves you it's guys, gonna oh, make it, waves. it is it well, is it's a waves. renaissance you guys like, came in at a really good time the perfect like, really things are, really seriously really the perfect the things time. are moving in a great direction here. yeah and, and i, I yeah, think I love to it's see cool it. too because we have a part to play as well that's something i've never felt before yeah you're playing, like, you're, playing was, a sh- you're playing a show with me in a couple of weeks exactly middle east december 22nd yeah this is what i mean like this is the type and guess what? Olivia is really good friends with Leo the Kind, who you'll be DJing for. <laughs> so that's why, like, you know, all that, like, that's what I love about this community in the sense that, like, finally it's starting to become feeling like a legitimate community that people aren't trying to just, like, of course. you know, compete. Because that's yeah. all it was, you know, even before any of us were in this scene. Um, you know, all the all I ever heard was just like you know competition and criticism and negativity, mm-hmm. right. and I, th- I feel like we're starting to get out of the weeds with that. Yeah. And and I think too, like something else we were talking about as well, like you know, the, kind of the subjectivity of music. I've I've really started to over the last few years started to shy away from saying any type of music is bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a bad mix, or maybe you just don't resonate with that. But the, mm-hmm. at least a bad a bad mix can be changed, right? Yeah. And if you don't resonate with that new type of music fine right but you know someone out there might like it and so you know i think that i've tried to come at it from an angle of like as long as that music as long as i see some type of quality in it or at least like uh there could be some appeal in some way shape or form like who who am i to say i think it's bad i think it's intention that's what Mm -hmm. like i think what separates the artists from like the next level is just how intentional they are yep like if if you're not like thinking about like Oh, how is I'm gonna get in my engineer bag? But like, how is that bass hitting with a kick? That's so important, mm-hmm. and I don't think a lot of artists like necessarily think about that because that's not necessarily the world. That, that's okay, but I think that's something that there's so many things that they. I think it's important to take into consideration. Like, yeah. how is that like little ear candy happening at that moment? Like, why right. is that happening there? Why and why should it only be played in that one moment and not anywhere else in that song? You know. Why are you putting that sample in? Like the the shit that they say in the samples can be so that like I'm so intentional with that. Right, right. Like the meanings behind samples and like what they say and how that can contribute to the overall message of the whole record. You know what I mean? From sure. start to finish. Like it's not just a verse, a chorus, a bridge, another verse. It's like how does everything come together and like tell the whole story for that moment of time? You know what I mean? That's what's gonna like separate the artists from just like from a superstar mm-hmm. you know what i mean totally and boston has so much of that there's so there many really intentional people here i agree no guys this is, listen i i've really 
really enjoyed this podcast. Like this has been such a good episode. Like I've I've just love. We're not quite done yet. I got a couple couple of little quirky cool. tidbits. Thank you, bro. Fun, bro. This, is, yeah, this bro. has been so much great, fun. Like I could great. sit here talking to you guys for fucking four hours. This is awesome. Yeah, like thanks. you got like I love your energy. I think you guys are breathing some new life into this scene. That you know, you. Yeah, you, and youth. youth yes, yes, absolutely. And not that it it definitely needs it, and but not to say that it's not if it's not happening organically, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you guys are here and being a part of it. And you know, I think I don't know if you guys even realize, you know, I mean, you you guys are making inroads with people like again, like Sam at Exit Galleries and Meech. I mean, these are like Meech and the, the Van ET, the Van Buren guys. Yeah. Like these are people that so many people look up to in this scene and you guys are starting to like get be in the mix, like and the fact that you have their respect shows a lot about the direction you guys are going. And I think so many things that you guys showcased today, especially on the more serious side of conversations we had, like, I agree. I think it's only a matter of time for you guys. And just don't ever lose this mentality of what you guys have. Even when the 11 goes to 11,000 and then 11 million, like have this same mentality. So don't lose the handshake. So don't lose that. They got a handshake. Oh, yeah, fuck, fuck. Yeah. You're him. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> we got a court handshake, too, if you ever hoop with yes. us. We got a celebration well, let's, handshake. Let's hoop. Right. I'm, a, I'm a slightly washed up now. I'm Whoever not, wants You to guys smoke. are a lot younger than me, but I, I still got it. Trust me. I got I knees. Got I got Megan knees, Mike. All right. I well, get real active on that court. All right, let's do it. I'll do anything, too. I trash talk. I trash talk crazy. <laughs> I, I could easily see you trash talk. I trash talk, talk crazy. Yeah. Bum behavior. Bum behavior. Yeah, bum behavior. Yeah. Bum behavior. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Two points. I got a quick segment for you guys. Well, two more quick, two more segments, but they're both very quick. This is a new segment we just started called Pass or Fail. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read you off three statements. Uh, pass means that you either agree with the statement or you think it's going to happen in any way, shape, or form. Fail means you disagree with the statement or you don't like it, don't think it's going to happen. Sound okay. good? Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right, beans as a, as a side dish, pass or fail? Fail. Pass. Fail. Pass. Fail. Pass. Fail. Pass. Never. Pass. Fail. I love beans. I'm Brazilian. I love but fail. I love beans. Tortilla with peanut butter as a sufficient meal. Uh, he hates all of these. No, that's like think half about- of my meals. That's half of my meals. I pass on that. Fail. I pass on that. That's fail. Beans and peanut butter is a lot of what I eat, man. And he hates that. Yeah, he, hey, but yeah. sometimes opposites track, right? Ask him about avocados, man. You like avocados? I'm in a weird state right now. Do you not eat he's actually, food? He's, on, he's questioning a- his relationship with avocados right now. Because avocados I've always hated it. But then I just had sushi this week that I was like, usually I'm like, they be putting avocados in everything. That's not like traditional sushi. But anyways, I had it and they just, they put avocado in it. And That's I was just really, like. really good, right? I didn't mind it. It's pretty creamy, right? Okay. Pretty creamy, right? Yeah. I'm questioning. All right. Clark D wins a Grammy. Oh, pass. Pass. That's my that's uh that was my third most streamed artist of 2023. That's my favorite artist in Boston. Um Clark D Propaganda came out. I've been glazing that man so hard. Um bro, Mass Effect off of that song, Hood Go- or Mass Effect off of that project, Hood Gospel Pavement, uh uh Cherry Blossom. Bro, that that Clark D's um, whole career trajectory is really inspiring to me. He, I've I've watched a lot of his interviews. He did one with Do Over Don't. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on. We're gonna get uh, him down here at some point. I just saw him bro, last yeah. week at uh, his show with Chase Murphy. Yeah, like, bro. I was I trying to, pro- bro. I was fire. trying to pop out. I had something going on. I was pissed, bro, because that flyer was lit. Like flyer. he's somebody, bro. When you say like 
you were talking to me earlier in the interview you were like ben you can do like you can do everything in the creative process whatever um like that's, that's what D, man. that's clark hey wait clark. he got he got nominated for a grammy though did he no he, bma bma oh, yeah. okay okay bma and well, yeah. it, well no no but there I was think... a, there was a thing that he was a part of though grammy yeah oh, yeah for yeah. the christian yeah. for the christian hip hop project that, that, yeah that, as an engineer that, yeah that, as an yeah. engineer yeah man that's, so, that's what i meant yeah, yeah easy grammy pass yeah bro he's gonna win pass even if he doesn't win off of a christian hip hop album bro his music is so substantial and and so well produced and well engineered and the delivery with which he puts his music out into the world and the activators he uses to um like make himself a force within this scene it goes beyond the regional aspects of boston i mean he's in atlanta clark yeah. d's actually best friends or not best friends but knows one of my homies down in atlanta okay. who i've known since he was one years old i went to cps uh up until second grade uh, um, of uh, elementary school and there was this kid named bug that's his full name bug bug and I was homies with his friend Jake um, and Jake and I went to first grade together bug was one years old at the time and then bug was going bug. crazy when we were in high school he was doing graphic design he was producing in the Chicago scene and he was turning up and I was like damn bugs doing his thing right now like I respected that and then he dropped out of high school moved to Atlanta at 16 Started going crazy. Now does fine art, and that's somebody I check in with. And I've known that dude since Bug. he was one. So like, bro, it's crazy though. I was I was DJing uh, with Clark D at Exit Galleries, and I was taught. I like Clark said something about Atlanta, and I was like, yeah, you know, Bug. Like I have a homie Bug down there. He was like, oh yeah, I've been in the studio with him. So it's like, bro, this world is a small place. Like it is. If you have it bad is. relationships with people, if you if you do some fuck shit to somebody, that's yeah. one call away from like seriously impacting you. Like. Mm -hmm. Miles and I stand on business. We stand on what we do and we work well with the people we work well. We pay our artists and we pay everybody we work with on time because we're here building 30-year relationships. Love there ain't no bum behavior in, in our day-to-day -day lives. That's all I'm going to say. Well, listen, I, I, think, I think it's a beautiful uh, sentiment and I, I completely agree with it, right? I think at least at least it's very much like everybody should understand the expectations of what it is going into things and just being transparent. Transparency is so key. Yeah. Doing good business, it's all important. We're not trying to fuck anybody over right? because nope. there's too much of that in this industry, like you said earlier, Ben, and I think we need to like nip that in the bud that needs to go. Like, I love no, you, no, Bug. No more. I love you, Bug. Much love bug. to Bug. I've never met you, but dope. Bug. Guys, what an episode. This has been amazing. Um, I have one last segment slash question for you. Nice. This is the open response. As you see, we've clearly, we've gone in a class progression, right? Mm -hmm. We go, you know, and you guys are still Berkeley guys, still in schools, right? Oh, yeah. So you got your objective, your main lesson. Now we do an open response. Of course. Okay. And the Dang. open response we do. I always hate these parts. You're going to love this. This, <laughs> this is the best part. Every okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is the dream song scenario. Oh, shit. Ooh. So we're going to, each of you will go. You have a turn. Okay. You both get a song. Okay. It's Maz's song. Bensel's song, right. okay? You can have any artists and producers on that record or that song, dead or alive. So I'll structure it for you. It's one to two producers, all right? If you choose, you want to do production and you want to like, or you both want to do production, you want to bring someone else in, fine. Or if you want to just take yourself off production and just be an artist on it, cool. And then you get three guest features, okay? Again, any producer or two. Oh, I got it. Artists mm -hmm. that are alive. Ben, sounds like you're good. Yeah. Go ahead. Go first. I'm going production team, Timbaland, Pharrell. I'm making the biggest song of all time. Production Timbaland, team, Pharrell. Timbaland, Pharrell. Feature list, French Montana, Pitbull, Bad Bunny. Biggest song of all time. Banger. Biggest song of all time. He's just going for like. I'm going for hit. the top of the iTunes Hot 100. <laughs> Bro, that would run the that would run the court for like 54 weeks. You okay. get Bad Bunny and Pitbull on a song, 
And then French Montana comes in on like a 12-bar bridge where he's like, turn the club up, turn the club up. And you get those Timbaland drums. Boom, boosh, boom, boosh, boosh. Pharrell bass, or Pharrell line. Okay. Turn the club up. I can't believe you just made that noise with your mouth. That was kind yeah, of I can do an electric guitar impression, man. Do it. That's a trumpet. It's, it's like a distortion. That was kind of a distorted electric guitar. That's like a kazoo, bro. Yeah, I, I can do a kazoo impression. I can do a kazoo impression. <laughs> That's wild, man. Yeah, man. I can do Donald Duck, too. This, this, this kid surprises me more and more. The more it's I true, talk man. to him. This is insane. You ain't even... No, I can't say that on camera. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't. If you... If you have a little bit of a filter if you think you can't, you can't say it. I remembered what I was going to say about Bystander, the bullying film. So can we're we go, cut back to that? We're going back real quick? To, Go ahead. Go ahead. While, Ma, while Maz starts to... Oh, I'm, I'm so... I'm so this, 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 this is, is a good, good little... Like, good. Yeah. That's where I got my Bensel's name from, bro. I was just Ben at the time. And I was making a Snapchat name. So this is my first username ever. This girl, Eloise Lucina, okay. who's an actor in Boston. She goes. She's a, a student now at, at Emerson or something. She was like, I was like, bro, what should my Snapchat name be? Like Everybody had Snapchat. I needed Snapchat at the time. She was like, what's your name? I was like, Ben. She goes, Bensels. That was the first name huh. she ever. I was like 12 years old. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I was like, Bensels, Bensels.exe, Bensels.mp3. I was like, bro, I was running through a list. I'm like, bro, I had so many names. When Moz met me, bro, I rapped under the name Hardage, which is my middle name. But I was like, bro, that's so bullshit. Facts. Like, I don't resonate with that. It's interesting about the name. Yeah, man. Benjamin Hardage Ansel, man. Air out the government on camera. Um, <laughs> But my name, bro, is Ben Ansel. So when people ask where my name comes from, it's like, yeah, pencils. But also, like, Bensel. Bensels. So that's that's the Bensels origin story right there. Bzz. Oh, pitch it. Oh my god, dude! It's like right here. It's it's on the hip. It's right. I think here. it kind of stopped though. Nah, <laughs> yo, this no? is nah. Yo, this is wild. Yo, yo, Get run me that Gillette shirt. sponsorship. Nah, sweatproof. I'm straight up looking for sponsors right now. Whoever got non-aluminum, non-paraffin, or whatever it's called, fucking non-paraffin deodorant. Let me know, bro. We're burning that shirt. Yeah. Shea Beauty, <laughs> Shea Moisture, Shea Beauty products. I use your moisturizer. I use your uh, shampoo. It has Manuka honey in it. It gets my roots feeling really good. If y'all want to help my armpits out, yeah, man. I'm going to be doing a lot more podcasts in the future, so I'm going to need a little. Maybe. I'm gonna need a little <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm just kidding. Just wait till I'm on funk, bro. Wait till I'm on funk flex. I'm going to twerk. I'm gonna twerk. Well, and we're going to cut back to this moment when you are. I'm going to twerk on the table. Maj, you got your song? I think I do. Let's do it. Right. Produ- production. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer? Oh my god. All We've right. never got yo, that'd be dope. Yeah. We've ha- never got Hans Zimmer. Hans right Zimmer and Evil Gianni. Okay. That's the production Who's duo. Evil Gianni? I don't know who that is. Surf yet. Gang. Okay. Feature artists. King Cruel. Greta Thunberg. And you know Miles. These are two very different songs. Indiana Jones. <laughs> These are two very different songs, but I think both would be smash hits. Can you play Indiana Jones by You Know Miles behind this clip, please? Sure. The song's going to be called Jones. Global Warming. <laughs> <laughs> so let's run that back. You got you got Hans Zimmer. You got Hans Zimmer. Evil Gianni. Greta Thunberg. You Know Miles. 
I hate my life. Solve world hunger. Solve global warming. Global. Greta. Yo, I'll lay down the baseline real quick. Boom. Uh, Global warming, really bad. I was outside in the lab. Global warming. Global warming. My name is Greta Thunberg. Stop global warming. Stop global warming and also stop bullying. Also stop bullying and stop global warming. We throw it to Mike for the feature. Stop global warming now. My name is Greta Thunberg. Anyways. I, I don't know what to say. That was... That was incredible. Let you guys the just... art speak. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can do, Olivia. This is all I can do. Just... Is that a rap? Are we... Yeah, there's nothing left to do after that, but plug away. Let the people know where they can find Blue. you. <laughs> you go first. At Moss Type Beat. Everywhere. What's your album name? Thank God for me. Thank God for me, Deluxe. I let my fans way back in Miami. Funk Remix. It's out everywhere. Find me on Spotify. Find me on SoundCloud. Not Pornhub. Find me on Twitter. <laughs> find find him on, on TikTok. Pornhub. Look him up on Pornhub. You're going to find some crazy. Look up Thank God for me on Pornhub. You're going to find some crazy. This is turntable teachers, videos, all right? This is bad. for the kids. All right. Start, 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 okay. over, start <laughs> over. Start over. Start over. Start over. Start over. My side beat. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Snapchat. Find me on TikTok. Tinder, Hinge, I'm everywhere. <laughs> Tinder and Hinge, I love that. I love that that little plug in there. Swipe right. Um, my name's Ben. Find me on Instagram at Made by Bensels. Go to Bensels.com, man. Get yourself a fifteen dollar tea. Um, man, rep where you're from, man. I'm from Chicago. I'm from the Big Three One Two. Originally born in London, man. I'm a DJ. I'm an inventor, and I'm here for the future. We're here. Um. Ooh, can I end with a crazy quote that I came up with the other day? Please, go for it. I learn from the past. I live in the present. And because of those two things, I'm able to influence the future. Quote, Ben Ansel. I don't know if I want to plug me after that, but um, er, so. er, if you're a fan of Bensels or Maz and just coming on to us for the first time, you can find us at Turntable Teachers on Instagram, TikTok. Also hit up our website, turntableteachers.com. And of course, as I mentioned, if you're an artist, podcaster, or content creator, make sure you hit us up at AOA Studios to book your session or service today. I don't even know what to say. This has been the... the Enjoy the thrill, man. Yeah. Shout out to, thr- shout out to Thrill. Enjoy the thrill. Shout out to my guys at AOA Studios. Um, shout out to everybody in the Boston and Massachusetts scene doing their thing. Shout out to Olivia 
Facts. Y'all Let's go, Olivia. Olivia. Which I hope. Which I hope. Y'all can't see. Yeah, Olivia, yeah, yeah. Get in. Get in here, Olivia. Come through. Take group picture. Join the cut. <laughs> Thumbnail. <laughs> Y'all ain't even know the real goat. The real goat behind the camera. Olivia's here. Thumbnail. <laughs> Thumbnail. <laughs> guys this was like so much fun seriously this was like the most unique different experience for me personally but like i enjoyed every freaking second of it like thank you thank you this was a lot of fun you guys are two entertaining motherfuckers thank you bro (laughs) thank you bro jimmy kimmel have a song yeah and then i want half the no jimmy fallon (laughs) i don't like you we don't want to be on jimmy fallon kimmel as always i'm mike that's Maz. That's Bensels with the turntables. That's Olivia with the turntables. <laughs> and class is officially dismissed.